Hello everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I'm Hakeem. Jacob. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Oh shit. Oh shit. Ooh. <laughs> Running workout remakes? This is horrible. This is incredible. Guys, this is sicko mode. Y'all, you ever heard of Richard Cheese? You ever heard of Richard Cheese? No. You don't know Richard Cheese? I'll, I'll let this play. Oh, yeah, I'm the best thing about this is the cover art. It just popped up. Like I, I searched sicko mode. I wanted to hear it, and this popped up. It's just a poop. This is horrible. It's horrible but great at the same time. You really don't know Richard Cheese. He does. He does jazz remixes to popular like popular songs. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did the my neck by back one. Yeah. Okay, I do remember him. I did. I did not know his name was Richard Cheese. I'm trying to get to where he's. My pussy and my crack. My neck. His neck. My back. Oh shit, guys. Yeah. With with the backup vocals. We're we're at a speakeasy right now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. Yeah, my so name's John because Arabs aren't allowed in this country yet. <laughs> For those of you who didn't know, just on iTunes and maybe Spotify, if you search Sicko Mode Running Remix, you'll be able to hear that blasphemous I want to run to that song. You'll get cancer to that song. Uh, maybe. Probably. I probably already have it, guys. What you know? <laughs> to, uh, apparently, guys, the Guinness Book of World Records uh, book actually holds the record for being the most stolen book from a public library. I've heard that before. Gang, gang. Yeah. Yep. That used to be like the book in school, like in the library. Oh, yeah. That one was always checked out and the Ripley's book. Yeah. Always. <clears throat> and also, you that one would get... Waiting Did list. you guys have the book fairs? Yeah. You know, the, you know the Scholastic book fairs? If you guys don't remember those, you're too young. Uh, yeah. But if you do, the only thing that pretty pretty much nobody could afford was that fucking Guinness World Records book. Yeah. It was, it was like a almost forty dollar book. It looked awesome. It's all glossy on the outside. Yeah, it's definitely. And then you get a pencil with it. Yeah, it's definitely marketed to like make kids cry for it to their yeah. parents. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I got to, to have it. That kind of crime. There was one kid who always got it every year, and we'd be like, "Dude, we'd be his best friend for fifteen minutes till he let us look at the book, and then everybody would tell me suck." Savage. A bunch of a bunch of bullies that I didn't do Savage. that. Savage. I didn't do that. Savage. Though. All right. Uh, my fact is starfish do not have brains. Dang, I didn't know that. So SpongeBob hit that shit right on the fucking head. Yeah, Patrick is dumb. Yeah. Damn, that's lit. Yes, yeah. lit. You guys, you learn, what? How many podcasts can you listen to, Jake, where you can get great hip hop opinions and fantastic facts? One. That's right. I guess. Hooks on the hip hop, baby. Shout out. 475 downloads last month. I'm so happy. Yeah. Thank you, guys. And we're already up this month. Yes. We're already up from that. 25% over this month from last month. My bad. I was telling everybody we had 600 last month. Sorry. I was going close. I was going bonkers. Guys, thank you for continuing to listen. We appreciate that. We're growing, and we're going to continue growing. And I hope you guys think that the podcast sounds better with this... uh, Soundproofing. I think now. it does. Thank you to Jake. Yeah, man, it does sound a lot better. Plus, with the carpet, we're not getting as much reverb either, huh? Incredible. Maybe. You know, I love ending sentences with yeah or right, huh? I don't know. Tell us, guys. Y'all tell us. Yeah, yeah. Um, so before we get into the news, what are we talking about today? Today, we will be talking about Zoo, Zoo, Zoo by Denzel Curry. Yeah, my grandma said, or my granddad said that uh, he spelled zoo wrong. Dude, I yeah, I cussed his old ass out too. Yeah. You weren't here the friend bastard for that. Oh. Bastard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's get into some news real quick. There's not a whole lot to talk about. Uh, uh, one of the shooters in the Chief Keef uh, shooting in, in like association with 6ix9ine pled guilty today. Right, and 6ix9ine's going to be taking the stand soon, I believe, isn't he? Yes. Supposedly. I don't know if that's going to be public or not. Um, Oh, you know what? I do have some news, my guy, but you keep going with yours. Irv Gotti leaks that a Kanye West song will, or Kanye West single will begin the season two of Tales. I'm not aware of this show, but. Of Tales? Yeah. I've never heard of it. I've never either. I've never heard of it. So maybe, maybe new Kanye coming up. Future announces a new EP right in time for the summer as Hip Hop DX puts it. Another one. Yeah. 
Another one. I hope it's going to be something a little bit more aggressive, like something off Monster or Beast Mode. Well, I'm hoping that if he's gonna, if he's kind of branding it an EP, we're going to see like six or seven tracks. Yeah, and just oh. fire. Just yeah. all hits. Which, uh, by the way, guys, Future can definitely put out seven hits for the summer and, and run that shit. Speaking, I still have faith. Yeah, speaking of the summer and hits, mm. Lil Nas X announced his EP. Oh, great. Uh, Isn't he looking in the clouds? I don't know. The The first track is Old Town Road, so I, I think he did that, so everybody that hates it will just skip it. <laughs> Well, he should have put it at the end. No, because his it, won't the won't the album be platinum out the gate pretty much? Yeah, and he's already seven times platinum for that single. Oh, okay, cool. Times. So his album's gonna be diamond by yeah. the time it comes. Well, out. who the fuck is going <clears throat> seven times platinum in twenty nineteen? Whoever's on at the top of literally every chart on Apple Music. It's stupid. That's amazing. But the track uh, featuring Travis Barker is supposedly supposed to be on there, and there was one other collab that he did. Um, Oh, I can't remember. I saw it on Twitter. But he's got two Lil pretty... Lil Nas X did a collab? Yeah. Wavo, the... right? Young Thug? Yes. So well, the Young Thug thing is on the, the remix for oh, Old right. Town Road. So maybe with when the EP comes out, we'll get the version with this the This really Thug is going to be all Old Town Road remixes. You remember when he tweeted that as a joke? Yeah. it's the... No, he's he's already... like He has personally already tweeted the track list. His oh, clip, he has? Yeah, the oh, clip okay. Panini that everybody's been going crazy for on Twitter. That's supposed to be that? on there. Can yeah. we play that? I have yeah. not heard that. Yeah. Search that. While well, I'm reading the rest of the news. Okay. Um, it's going to be on, look on his Twitter, or if you just probably type in YouTube Panini, it should pop up. Oh, dude, what am, what am I doing? I have SoundCloud. Adele says that she expertly can karaoke Nicki Minaj's verse to Monster. Bitch, I'm a monster automobile gangster with a bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka. That would feature yeah, like Skepta or Gigs. You can be the king, but watch the queen conquer. Okay, first I would love things to hear first, Adele I do that. eat your brain. Then I'm going to start rocking gold teeth and fangs. Because that's what a motherfucking monster do. That's ridiculous. Dude, I fucking love that track. Kid Cudi says he's sitting on Wild Because I'm Young remix with Jay-Z. Just says he's sitting uh, on that. I'm very excited for that one. Also, that's uh, that's my third favorite album of all time. Is uh, Man on the Moon Part 2. That Both of them are phenomenal the first one just didn't hit me as hard but viceland uh renews fuck that's delicious and traveling with the stars for action bronson so shout out to him shout out to action doing big things just less music now that we're gonna get from him yeah he's just as entertaining <laughs> on tv though yeah i i like fuck that's delicious have you seen when he acts as guy fieri and he goes he's uh he's sitting in a convertible and he goes all I want to do is snort coke and then just speeds off and he has on uh-huh. like oh dude it's so funny Let's see if we can find this this clip for y'all. Um, I'm looking for it right now, guys. It's almost pulled up. Jacob, let's see. If, here we go. I got it. You got it? Yeah. But all that's come out is that little like 15 second clip. They they've apparently looped it. I can I can vibe with that. But the clips that he's previewed on his Twitter are supposedly supposed to be on this, and he has been embracing other genres than country. So maybe so I'm gonna have to eat my words. Maybe about Lil Nas X. I don't know. I'm not I'm not setting any. It's still the summer. They could still like obviously they know like the fans are hyped. To, his fans quote fans yeah. are hyped to hear these songs. So they say okay, let's see if he can do this on his own. Yeah. If not, they've already paid out his contract, I'm sure. Fifty-fold. Yeah. Who the fuck goes seven-time platinum? So, hopefully, it'll do well. He yeah. seems to be like he seems to be an entertaining guy in the interviews that I've seen, so maybe he has some staying power. We'll see. Yeah, I want to say that I'm sorry I went so hard on Lil Nas X. Don't be. Um, you may be right. No, I, even if I'm right, I'm still sorry because I do think... I forgot that he was only 19, first of all. Yeah. And then second of all, like he does seem to have a an outgoing personality in interviews and um and he's doing stuff for kids and i know like yeah that's good for looks. The meme too like yeah. i really think he's embraced he understands that the internet he knows the he internet. knows the internet yeah, yeah. very well so i, I really want to give him a lot more props than i did in the past episode i'm sorry about that little nas x probably never hear this that's okay he will someday when we go eight times platinum 50 times platinum yeah bitch boss <laughs> all right let's talk about zoo Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. Well, so was, we've already talked about it a little because we, we talked about Ricky and we talked about Speedboat. Um, so we've had a little bit of exposure 
And I have and I have said, guys, that I, for one, am a big fan of Denzel Curry. I've listened to Denzel Curry since probably 2015, I want to say. And this uh, is one that I could say you have you did not put me on to. Mikel no, actually put me on to Denzel, Denzel Curry. Curry. Yeah, I thought I thought maybe I could have, but uh, I was I was lukewarm on in, on Imperial. I didn't really listen to that one as much. And then there was kind of a, a bit of space between Imperial and Taboo. Yeah. He did put out that thirteen EP guys back in twenty seventeen. That one had um, a little ugly man. If yes, you guys haven't yes, heard of yes. him, he's he's. Uh, Exclusively on Bandcamp, pretty much. But Little Ugly Man is—he's one of the greatest underground rappers around right now. And he has a—he has the—he has a project. I forgot what it's called. But if you look up the song uh, "Lugubrious," I you think you played me that. Yeah, bitch, I'm lugubrious. My, and it has yeah. a, a a video, a loop of um, of Dwight from The Office cutting the face off the mannequin oh, and yeah. putting it on. So you guys could find that on YouTube. But yeah, so the 13 EP really had me excited for more music from Denzel. And then Taboo came out. Yeah, and that was good. on, on both I, our top 10s, that, I believe. It, it, no, I said it should have been on mine if it wasn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, because uh, you put Takashi 6 9 well, in its place. Uh, this is, I'd have to strike one more because honestly, Taboo and um, Goodbye and Good Riddance both deserved a spot on that list Okay. in hindsight. Right. That's all right. It happens, man. I may have put taboo on there, but I think it was. I think it was. It was an honorable mention for sure. Yeah, it was number eight on mine, but it's grown on me a lot more. And so with this new entry with Zoo, the first single that came out was Ricky, and yeah. the first impression to me that was, was the one with the bare knuckle fighting. Video so right. the guy in that in that uh, video who was refing guys, I said that he was a uh, he was Kimbo Slice Jr. Yeah. or something. That's Dada Five Thousand. Who what who fought against Kimbo, um, and that's who that was in the video. So, uh, so I saw Ricky, and the main thing that that hit me about that song, obviously, is, is it's hard as hell. Yeah, it is very abrasive. But at the same time, he's speaking about like family values. Yeah, pretty much learning from from his parents. Yeah, and the- Ricky, the title itself is an homage to his dad and his brother. I love that at the beginning uh, or at the end of Zoo, they're talking about somebody says, "Hey, it's, it, hey, Rick," and he goes, "It's, it's Mr. Rick." He's like, "We don't chill at the clubs." He says, "Mr. Rick." So right. I, I wonder if that's like his dad talking to like Denzel's friends, right? Right. As a kid, yeah. Um, a... No, but the the hook of Ricky, he he says, um, "Daddy said, trust Daddy no said... man but your brother. Never leave your day ones in the gutter." Right. And then he what's he says, "My my mama said, trust no hoe, use a rubber." Right. And then my daddy said, treat young girls like your mother. Right. Some order. I think I flip-flopped one of those lines. Yeah. So, yeah, he's talking about family values. That he pretty much saying, like, no, it my goes, parents raised me. But it, it goes, my daddy said, trust no man but your brother. That's right. My, and never leave your day ones in the gutter. My mama said, or my daddy said, treat young girls like your mother's. My mama said, trust no ho, use a rubber. Yeah. Yeah. So... Th- that that in, that hook was really great. It was excellently executed, and it was an homage to South Florida. The, the whole album, album the whole album, South Florida. The whole album is 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 not only an homage to South Florida. It embodies some elements that I would even say go back to Two Live Crew. You know, oh yeah, there are there. I think it was the bottom half. I <clears> no, say definitely was, Carol Martin, Shake Eighty Eight. Yeah, for sure. Shake Eighty Eight was the one I was gonna say. It, it embodies like Two Live Crew. Uh, from back in the 90s, or I, th- I want to say late 80s yeah. even, but Two Life Crew, uh, a staple in that music, in that scene down there. And really, before Denzel Curry and X and the whole SoundCloud scene, Florida had been kind of quiet in the hip-hop realm for since Two Life Yeah, I mean, really, you have, I mean, Rick Ross. Rick Ross, but he's Miami, not really Florida. DJ Khaled really rap, like reps Miami, too, but yeah. that's really all you had. And not only that, they're not really rapping about the area. You know, no. they, Rick Ross, I mean, he has Port of Miami, one of the best hip-hop albums from, from Rick Ross. Uh, but other than that, they're not really talking about Florida. That's in the last decade, aside from the, the new movement. Yeah, 100% quiet. Yeah, so... But yeah, he's got the, like you said, back to two live crew. I think Pat, the last song, really embodies like the members only sound. And 3-6 Mafia, yeah, Mixing rap and rock. And then you go and look at Wish. The Kiddo so, Marv's verse is a so, lot like... Like, he sounded very much like Rick Ross when I, I heard I thought it. he was Rick Ross. That's too. what I thought, too, because I knew Rick Ross was featured on this mm-hmm. album. And when I heard Wish, I was like, 
This is a weird Rick Ross verse, and then I was like, Rick oh, Ross feature nice. was a little forgettable though. I liked it. He's he talks about Nip at the end, and he talks about how he his, apparently is riding around with Denzel Curry, and he's talking about him like his young brother. I don't know. I, I, I read through it the lyrics you made. Yeah. Rick Ross just has such a smooth voice. A lot of times it's easy for me to just kind of tune him out and just listen listen to him rap. True. But he hits, like you said, it really all the different eras of, of South Florida. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was very <clears throat> I was very much looking forward to, I thought it was going to be kind of another concept album. And I guess in a way it is because we should talk about why it's named Zoo. Because that's kind of brought up throughout the track list. And I would say it really is just about him being from an area of Florida that's very crazy and very toxic. Miami is, yeah, it's it is so strange. Dave, Dave County in, in in general is really bad, and the fact that he is he's so he's using the style of music from Florida to, of course, pay homage, but also to. Uh, his his lyrics are almost like an antithesis to the to what was going on in the scene. You know, yeah, he's not what's talking still going about on. bitches and hoes, and he's not talking about killing people. He's talking about being growing up in that, but yeah. rising above it and having parents that like that I, were able to teach him better. I think the line about that, where he's talking about um, people getting killed through the peephole, that was a line that really kind of hit hard. What was the other one? Oh, pray to God I don't get repoed. Mm-hmm. He's not talking yeah. about losing a car. Obviously, he's no. he's covered there. He's talking about his life yeah. being taken. Yeah. I mean, he lives in the same Broward, Miami, Dade. That's all the same era. I mean, X was killed in Broward. Yeah, we all know Miami's a dangerous place to begin right. with. And he does he does kind of pay respect to X. On he does. He said uh, R.I.P. X. R.I.P. Tree, which yeah. was I guess another affiliate of of Denzel Curry. And pray for all my dogs. Yeah. Okay. What song was that? That was Wish. Yeah. That was Wish. Yep. That's why I remembered it. Wish, by the way, my favorite track off of this That's with Kid Omar. That was the, the feature that we said kind of sound like Rick Ross. Right, at the right. Beginning. That's my favorite. That's probably the only song I would sw- I would say that's, not, that's a little bit reaching for a pop rap sound, but it doesn't sound bad. And also, uh, Denzel's singing is pretty smooth yeah. for somebody that doesn't really tout that skill. But, of course, I should have known that because his... Experience uh, doing Bulls on Parade, that remix that we yeah, played. That's he crazy. He has incredible vocals, so he he must have just an, a lot of range. So that makes sense why I guess he could pull off a little bit of singing on Wish. What does what does this beat sound like to you? <laughs> Mainly like the horns in the background. Fireman. Well, I thought By Lil Wayne. I thought Jesus. Now listen to oh, it again. Okay. I, I could hear it. It's the I could hear. Well, I'm trying to think of the song off of Jesus. Is it on site? Oh, yeah, on site with the loud like horns, the, the yep. synth horns at the beginning. Yep, I can yeah. see that. As soon as I heard it, I was like, "Damn, this sounds a lot like Jesus." I'm thinking about something like this. This wouldn't exist if Jesus didn't exist. You're right. Um, what did you think about Shake '88? That was the the song with like the high pitched female hook. Right, right. I thought she says like rule number one: don't touch my weed. And she says, rule number two, she says something like, if I don't pass, don't hit my weed. Yeah, or don't touch my weed. I'll play it. We'll find it. At first, I kind of thought it was annoying. See, this this is all too left. Yeah. At first, I was like, this is annoying. And then I was like, no, he's really, this is, this is Florida. Yeah. I thought that was just his voice pitched for right. a second, like I, because I, I wasn't, I don't always look at the track list guys when I'm listening to the album, mainly because uh, sometimes like the features are listed and then I don't want to yeah. get excited and um, <clears throat> possibly screw up the perception of the song for me. You, so. you, that's how I am. Usually on my first listen, I just play it Go a few times blind. just to get like familiar familiarity with the sound, right? What I'm gonna be expecting, and then once I get to actually like sitting down writing what I thought. That's when I look through the track list, analyze the features, scroll through the lyrics, reference See, see what, what really comes back and at you and is like, eh, is that cringy? Is yeah. it good? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what I do. Because so. I did that with when, when you hated uh, Icy on Logic's album. I was like, maybe I just rocked with it too hard the first time I went back and listened to it, and I still like it. <laughs> but That's fine. You know, I mean, we're not always going to agree on that one. But I'm Icy. I will say that that per- I saw a clip of him performing that, and it was kind of shit. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Of course it was. 
Logic is going through some. I think he's going through it right now. I don't. Or did his album do okay? I think the album did okay review wise. Yeah. And I mean, I think he knows like the the artist. Yeah. Writing stuff is gonna be beyond that. Right. Um, but yeah, I always I listen to just I listen to it because with, with my work driving. Yeah, I can't really sit there and read through the track list. If I'm at home listening to something that we're reviewing, like I'll make a note if I hear something or think of something I want to talk about, I'll quick write it down. And I can't do that driving, so I just I'll drive, let it play all the way through. This album was the perfect length because you can, it's very digestible in one listen. Right, it's not an hour. It doesn't feel hard to listen to. It's over really before you know it. Also, the appeal's pretty immediate with this album. You know, some sometimes Denzel Curry, I think in the past. Like, if you go to 13, I would say that's a bit more of an experimental uh, EP and something that you may not gravitate towards right away. Even Taboo uh, is a bit more conceptual and weird. Yeah, the the production was, a, I think, a little, not left field, but kind of left field if you're just a casual right. listener. Right. I think any hip-hop fan could probably find something in the Denzel Curry album, Zoo. There's a lot like. of things to find to love in this album. The beats... Uh, Denzel Curry's lyrics, the delivery uh, is like artists like Denzel, artists like um, uh, what's his name? Triple X, Triple X, the mixtape. Oh, Danny Brown. Danny Brown. I thought you were about to say yeah, I'm like sorry. X. I'm no, like, no, no, bro, you've done it's been slipping. <laughs> no, 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 Danny Brown. No, Danny Brown, and um, I guess even X too. Yeah. Or no, Ski Mask is yeah, a good Ski Mask is a good example. Those are three artists where what's being said is as important as how it's being said because their delivery is a big part yeah, of what of what attracts you to I would it. say Danny Brown more than Ski because no, Ski, Ski sometimes well, he's he's sometimes just being so funny it doesn't yeah. really mean anything he's just being different but the way he flips words around and the way he yeah. flips the order around too I, I think is the very style original of rap is similar. Yeah. but I would say Danny Brown especially like what Danny Brown's talking about in his music with the with the few exceptions is is real to, right. to his his life and his feelings, um, absolutely, uh, absolutely. The ending for for the album, Jake, I think was also we both agreed was a good a good way to end thing. Yeah, well, close it, the album. It closed well because the the utilization of the skits because there were there was two skits really in an interlude. Oh, uh, the skits were yeah. I'll say so. Yeah, th- two skits in an interlude. Three skits in interlude. It was usually when you, you see skits, which I'm glad he didn't name them as skips, because I probably would have been a skip. Yeah, that's just sure. annoying. But they were they were utilized very well. Like Blackland sixty six point six is emulating a radio station, and it introduced the last track, Pat. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same thing with with Yo. I think that was a good util- and it is kind of like it'll, it's a skip after you've heard it like the first few yeah. times, but it is funny. Right, right. Like I'm not gonna go back to it and. Uh, if you guys haven't listened to it, go back Ooh. and listen to it. <laughs> it's pretty much he just. It's like if me and Hakeem were sitting here, and we're gonna call a friend. Like Mikel would be a good example of the guy <laughs> on the other line. We call him and be like, "Watch, he's gonna say the same thing." And literally, he's sitting there asking him questions, asking him questions, Yo. and the guys are saying, "You, you, you, you," and he <laughs> says, "See," and he, said, and he said, "He said Miami one's different." Yeah, Miami guys are different. Yeah. So, what did you think about Carol Mark? Featuring Ice Billion Bird. That Did was another one. one? It, the first listen, I was like, this hook is annoying to me. Okay. And then it kind of, that's when I realized, like, no, this is old Where's school. This Where's is that? old school. Old school Florida. Miami. This, like that. Uh, like, this is when I was like, I like this, but it was just that. And just like the the high like the female vocals in the back, I was like, this is dated. And then I started to think like, okay, it's dated on purpose. It's on purpose. Look at the car you standing yeah. in front of. Yeah. But no, so I I got it. I'm so towards the end. Uh, the the main appeal for this album for me, there's a difference between something sounding dated and paying homage to something. Something dated is gonna sound. In my ears, at least, low quality, uh, a little, like, even the references are just kind the of The references old. is usually what? The references and also just the production value sometimes yeah. will, will put, will give it away to me that, oh, this is just old. But with, when Denzel did this on the album, I immediately got it. I was like, oh. 
it took me like just, the second or third listen, yeah. and I was like, it's not dated. It's, it's this is the sound. I think the third listen for me was like, oh, this is just an homage to yeah. to Florida, which doesn't doesn't get a lot of as much appreciation as it deserves. I'm not saying I, like, I even in on the first listen, I didn't skip it. No, no, no. I didn't skip a single track on this album anytime no. I listened. Now everybody's been been messaging me telling me, oh, album of the year, album of the year, or they're really enjoying it. I I totally get it. I totally understand why this album would be put in that category. The only thing that to me, the only drawback of this album, I would say, is is the length a little bit? You know, I would have liked a couple of more tracks and less interludes, especially for yeah, the uh, interludes take some time. Not only, I mean, the uh, there's not the longest song here is about almost four minutes, which is Speedboat, but it wasn't that they took a lot of time. It's while I understand that this was well, it's, I mean, you look at the you look at the ratio of time. So your time right. for skits yeah, versus yeah. time for the album yeah. is that's a lot of Definitely. time in 32 minutes. Definitely, it is. Uh, he could have squeezed another song in, but the the skits did add to the narrative of the story. But after you hear them one time, they're not there's not really a reason to hear them again. So what I'll do is I'll add this album and then I just delete the skits off. Yeah, because they're not because after the first one or two listens, I just. I he could have put one or two songs in there and incorporated the skits in the songs like he did with Zoo, like the end where it's his dad saying. Oh, it's not, it's it's Mr. Rick. I don't right. chill at the club with you. Right. Like he kind of mixed that like skit that. in, like mixed it into the track. Then it's, people are going to listen to it. You're still going to get the message across. And I think it's a little more effective when it's in in the track. Right. I do too because it's kind of clever. When I heard that at the end of Ricky, I was like, oh, like, it's kind of clever. Like how Vince did on FM. Like obviously FM was a concept album about the radio. Right. But I like how like each of the skits were kind of mixed in. Like oh, New Earl sweatshirt, mm-hmm. and then it just starts. That that Earl, I really wanted that to be like a single or something that mm-hmm. he hadn't released, but I feel like it was just something he recorded and then yeah. just gave to Sean John on my chest. And it what didn't really sound like it was recorded well. He probably sent it like no. voice memo and just texted it to me. <laughs> probably, probably so. But yeah, if like you said, I think he probably could have done one or two more tracks. Right, right. And not really hurt the album. No, no, not at all. It would have added more uh, again, yo, while it's funny, you're not going to really go back to it. Yo. Yo. Uh, and <laughs> what was the other uh, interlude on that one? The interlude, he had Bushy B interlude, Bushy which B. It, that was that was rap. Bushy B was, yeah, Bushy B was kind of cool. Th- that was okay. Or do something like that where it's still, still rap again. Yeah. But other than that, I don't have any complaints about this album. I think this is a great release from Denzel Curry. He's batting higher than most right now. And with with Taboo, I don't think this is going to get as much traction as Taboo because it's not as grand of a concept. However, this yeah, is a great addition to his catalog. I think it's going to do better. And the, it, here's why. Because of how concise it is, it's going to align more with some of the more SoundCloud scene, like the people that are looking for music now, than yeah. Taboo. I think t- Taboo, like you said, may be too big of a concept, and that gets overlooked. But I would assume that this album is going to do better commercially. Right. I think Taboo is... I like the sound of Taboo better. It's darker. So tab, So I, the reason why I wanted to look this up... You're right. Taboo is darker. But also Taboo got a lot of uh, publicity because of the fact that Kurt Cobain was about... The music video for yeah. that, you guys, for if you don't know, it's him in a circus pretty much. And uh, everybody's in clown makeup, including Denzel. And... The hook is suicidal thoughts. Yeah, the call the it cover art Bang, is a visual from the, the from the music, the music video. video, and the whole song is about him like making or parodying kind of in a dark way all these artists who take all these drugs, and uh, it was really bold and and out there and in a way that was kind of shocking and made you really uncomfortable. Especially the the music video, especially would would make you uncomfortable if you haven't seen it before. But Zoo in in as opposed to Taboo, Taboo was definitely is a lot very forward thinking, and you did have the death of Little Peep as well. Yeah. So it added to that discussion. So it was very controversial at the time. So that really bumped, boosted it up, and people were talking about Denzel Curry in more of a mainstream light. 
The, the issue with Zoo is it's too short, and really, it's been out since May 31st. It's June 6th. We're not really hearing that, that buzz around it the way see, we do Taboo. See what the first week sales were for Zoo. Let's see if I can find it. If, if it'll say it. Let's see if I can find it. Then we, we'll compare them to Taboo. Uh, since reviews, it may be too early. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's it really, hard it's to only, find them in Yeah, general. today's the seventh full day. Yeah, so maybe they'll be releasing shortly. Yeah. We'll have to come back to that. But I don't know, I think I think it's more digestible. I think with the rate of music coming out, I'd rather hear stuff like this. Like I'm not a super fan of Denzel Curry. Like obviously I, I like Denzel Curry. Mm-hmm. But it's not like I wouldn't freak out over this like a Tyler or, or like I I don't like analyze Denzel to that level. So hearing thirty two minutes is great because I know in two weeks we're gonna have something else. To talk about, and right. but this is going to be in my heavy rotation and make my top ten list for sure. Yeah, yeah. but I just I don't look look for it like that. I'm kind of liking the short format of albums and songs because of the rate of music that's coming out. It makes sense to shorten them, but then you also have people that are dropping those album bombs that are 15 tracks yeah. for the sake of people picking those two or three and streaming them heavily. Right. And then get it, getting their sales up. There's it's a kind lot of, of a, shadiness with the streaming. Yeah, right and it's now. kind of a double-edged sword because if you put a short album out that's super good, everybody's going to be like, oh, it was, it was good, good, but it was too short. Or if you make a long album, everybody's like, oh, the, I liked half the album, but there was so much junk so it's kind of hard you have to kind of pick what side you want to stand on and then and there is a lot to digest here because you and i like is it like we didn't really get the concept being that love for florida until maybe second or third listen i think it's a lot it's pretty overt i just didn't put the pieces together i wasn't really thinking too hard about it until that second or third listen because the first listen just more to see if you enjoy it yeah i think this is going to draw more more like just your average hip-hop fan what i was going to say though is this album there is a lot to break down still denzel's a very complex lyricist and even though it's this is very punchy and to the point in some aspects there are things that you have to listen yeah like i think i think the line about getting repoed i don't think a lot of people would have really given that much thought but it just kind of stuck out. I'm like, what's he talking about? And then I was like, no, he's talking about his life. Killed. Right, right. Yeah. Overall, guys, uh, are you ready to rate this one? I don't yeah, have that's right. I don't have it. It's it's easy when they're this good. Yeah. Like it I, is. one of our highest rated or highest viewed episodes was X's 17 review, <laughs> and it was like so it was super short to the point because there was not much bad to say about it. Shout out to Jake's uh, Jake spam right now. Oh yeah, so I get I get spam notifications. It says, "Men, you don't it. need the blue blue pill if you do this." Yeah, and it's uh, some got a picture of with... Sarah Palin with big old titties. It looks like <laughs> Sarah Palin. Shout out Lisa Ann. If you know, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, so what would you? What are you giving this one, buddy? Oh, man, let's see. Where did I write it down? Eight out of ten. Same. Yeah. So Same. It, it got a seven. I wrote it, I wrote the actual number down. Got a 7.8. Got a 7.8. So you round up to 8? Yeah. This gets an 8 out of 10 for me. The only issue for me is it's just not going to be as high replay value as Taboo. But I think there's the best songs for me on here were Ricky, Wish, Speedboat, um, P.A.T., and... <laughs> and Zoo. I would say the first okay. track Zoo's strong. I liked Ricky, Birds, Speedboat, and Shake 88. Sweet. Sweet. This is making my mid-year. This will probably make my year-end. Yeah, it'll, uh, it'll make my year-end. It's going to be tough. fairly positive. I mean, there's something going to... I mean, we've had some really shit albums lately. This, I think it's getting a lot better. Though. It's getting better. I mean, between Igor and this, like yeah. this is pretty it's, good back-to-back weeks, guys. We're ramping up. We're right back. We're we'll just getting started. First quarter's done. I think we're getting into second or third by now. This is second, when bigger artists start coming out. Yeah. Second quarter. Yeah, and it's yeah. summer. Yeah. So. I can't wait. If we already talked about future. Future would be nice for the summer. Yeah. All right, guys. When we come back, we're going to do what you're rocking. Yep. Peace. Peace. Hey, guys. Hope you're enjoying the episode. Make sure you give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Also, give us a subscribe anywhere you're listening to podcasts. And make sure you give us a rating on the Apple Podcast app. Greatly helps us out. Keep enjoying the episode. Welcome back, everybody. 
We yes. are what you doing, rocking. What you rocking, bro? Today I'm in some. I'm honestly in some gym gear right now. But the shirts from Old Navy, and then I got the NMDs on again. I've been wearing them heavy. The NMDs. They're comfortable. They're very comfy. <clears throat> They're not my favorite kind of boost, but they do the job. They're kind of like a sleeper now. Everybody's kind of mm-hmm. just worn off of them, so they're cool again. And Andrew been picking up a lot of them, so I they think they'll come back. Shoot. They'll make a comeback. No, they, <clears throat> they need to. This this checks over stripes for real right yeah. now. Yeah, people are not really feeling Adidas right now, but I love them for the comfort, mostly. Yeah. So I'm in some denim, some the red, white, and blue checkered vans, and a... Snoop Dogg doggy style T-shirt. You're doing what we call uniform rules. Right what do you now. mean, all colored out? Not like you got your shirt matches your shoes. Oh yeah, uniform rules. I do that almost every day. Me too. Yeah. It's a good look. It's a good look. People think you. People know. People it's, automatically people think, think you, you have care. more style yeah. when you match your shirt with your shoes. Maybe. I think or maybe I mean, we look like douche douchebags. No, dude. I walked into I class one day. I, I walked into class one day. I had on my Carolina Blue Air Up Tempos, and a blue shirt that matched it. Perfectly. I was like, holy fuck, I can finally wear this shoe. I wore that, dude. It was a room full of women. And I'm not saying that they were flirting. But you, I'm just you saying... Did go crazy for up-tempo? I'm just saying I was a little rooster in there. And they were, and, and I just had a bunch of chickens and a bunch of hens following me around. Like, Kirk, where, where you at? Where the mayor up-tempo's at? Kirk. It was amazing. So, it's a good look. Oh my god, that Scotty Pippen shoe. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. That's a But that's guys, Michael we, Jordan's color. <clears throat> we need to talk about the fact that that is really what shoes are about, yeah? Yeah. Getting that reaction. Mm-hmm. I make sales off of shoes. Yeah. That's the truth. Sho- people are so emotionally attached to shoes, including us. Yeah. Speaking of which guys, ring the bells. I'm finally gonna do it. I'm gonna get a pair of Yeezy seven hundreds. This week, the release for those, the Venta is coming out tomorrow, Tomorrow. which means probably like 12 or 2 o'clock tonight. So I'm going to stay up tonight, guys, and I'm going to buy a pair. It's for my birthday. My birthday is the end of this month. I'm turning 24. Ugh, that feels gross to say, but uh, I've been there. Getting old. Yeah. Getting old, but I'm going to have the dad shoe to match. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get me a pair of the Venta because I'm not gonna even bother trying to get the uh, 350 black reflective pair of boost. It's just not gonna happen. Those are coming out the day after, right? Or two days two after? Two days after the eighth. June eighth. Uh, let let me know, guys. If you guys get a pair of those, please send us pictures up close and personal. I just I just wanna wanna see those babies. I, I think <clears> I mean the reason that I'm not going for them. The pirate blacks are in there in the locker. The non-reflectives are in the locker. It's just a blend of both. Yeah. Maybe I'll just wear pirate black on the left foot. This really was like a This one really embodied the pirate black, though. Yeah, because because of the pattern. I think it's the pattern of the that it's because it's the same fabric they use for the statics. Right. And you know, with the pirate black, they had the gray stitching in the black. This is an all black shoe. That red stitching though on the back is exactly like. The pirate blacks. Yeah, and also that was a really nice touch. Yeah. Um, even I know I know the three fifty is a bit I don't wanna say it's played out, but it's almost it's the same silhouette yeah, over, over and over. You get kinda of tired, but for some reason guys, all black well, on it is 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 the way to go. It's low key. The other the only other almost all black V twos that we have gotten were the ones that had the supply written the, in bright red. The Oreo, have you seen? Yeah, the that? Oreos are cool. Those are beautiful. But you can't wear like that's a hard shoe to wear without like a looking like an asshole. The, the Oreo? No, I'm talking about the the ones that the all black oh, that yeah. just said supply three fifty. Yeah, it just also, stood out too much. This is this looks way sleeker. Yeah. I like the, that the Supply 350 is off of it. I mean, I was kind of... I mean, it's not bad, but it looks better, I think. Yeah, this it's like just that. more low-key, I think. Yeah. You think they're... I mean, they're going to sell out, huh? Oh, yeah. It's going to be impossible to get them, probably. Well, I mean, I've, I got my pair of Statics. You know what, dude? You got a pair of Travis Scott's. I'm not comparing the rest of us to you. I've never... Dude, I literally went for black moccasins from Fear of God, and I was like, Jake got those Travis Scott's. This is going to be easy. I was like... Uh, I'll start leasing uh, my phone out to sneakerheads. I ain't get them. Oh yeah, can you, can you try and get those for me, please? You'll get them. Probably. I promise you, I'll put them. I'll put that shit in your in your account tomorrow. Well, see, I only have good luck on sneakers. Every time 
besides the statics, I've had problems getting them. Like I wanted the sesames, didn't get them. Right. Wanted the butters, didn't get them. Right. You kind of need when a they, bot. Well, yeah. And then when they restocked, I was just kind of over it because mm-hmm. Yeezys are coming out. They're doing this. I think, in my opinion, they're doing the same thing. The NMDs. They just there's too many of them out, and it's kind of weakening. Is that Adidas or is that Kanye? I think it's both. I think well, Kanye doesn't want to make an expensive shoe. He's talked about interviews like that. He didn't want the Red Octobers to be that expensive, but Nike said, oh, we're going to limit the release, and they didn't really pay him respectfully for, from his point of view. But I think Adidas is giving him the infrastructure that he asked for, and he's getting to put out more. So he's doing what he wants to do, and I, I don't think Kanye would ever do different. Mm-hmm. I think from a sales standpoint, I think that the resale on Yeezys went down from the MAGA stuff, number one, a little bit. We saw a drop instantly when that happened. But I think just the saturation of the market with the Yeezy silhouette, even the V1s are very similar to the V2s. There's not really a huge amount of change. The silhouette is very similar. They just accentuated some details. Right, and also they made the shoe... I w- it's a lot comfier. It's wider. It's, it's way more it's comfortable. Comfy. It's comfier. There's more boost in the heel. Uh, the The heel on the... On the V1s looked a little bit more plastic. These are a lot more rubber yeah. and just look more like a shoe, like a traditional shoe. I wish Adidas would do more with the technology that Kanye did by wrapping the Boost. It keeps it clean and it keeps it more comfortable for longer. Like I've worn those statics a lot and they're still just as comfortable as the first day. We've talked about how NMD and the Boost and those wear out because there's nothing really supporting the outside. So you end up losing that technology over time as it wears out where I think it, the boost on the Yeezys support a lot better because it's wrapped all the way around. I, I'm, I agree that it <clears throat> that it does have a bit more support. What I will say about boost technology in general is if you're doing any sort of heavy running, if you're doing anything other than walking, you, the issue with boost is it's so soft and the uh, the like prime knit upper, yeah. it just like it, your shoe just is your foot's just sliding around. Yeah, it, once it time. once it wears out and that prime knit it's loosens fucked. up, yeah, it's fucked. So you can't really run in those. But I mean, who's not very many not people are going to the gym in yeah. I I did it, but uh, it wasn't fun. Yeah, and you probably got looked at like an asshole. Dude, everybody, every most people didn't notice, and I have the white ones, so it's not really. The green ones. The green <laughs> Shout out. Don't give him a shout out. Fuck you. You know who you are, bitch. Fuck Damn. you. You That's better savage. listen to. That is sad, bitch. Fuck you. All right, I'll so... I'll see you Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll tell you about it. Um, so, Jordan's releasing three silhouettes. You got the six, seven, and eight... All in the reflections of a champion. They're colorway. ugly as shit. I don't mind all the, three. I don't mind the six and the seven. The eight couldn't look good. Period. I'm not a big eight fan. Aqua eights. I, I still want to own one day. But I, I I don't care to own any sixes or sevens. The six to me almost looks just like a a slightly less thick five. You know yeah. what I mean? It looks a lot like that. And Very then the seven. Down. I don't like the. The top part, that just the holes on the top, is a little weird to me. I'm sorry, and I'm not a big Jordan guy. Let me say that too. And that the the seven to me is very basketball shoe. Yeah, yeah. Like the six and the the eight, eight too. Yeah, th- those the are very basketball silhouette looking. The eight is kind of weird. Yeah. And then um, the fear Nike Fear of God is there. Yeah, the sale colorway of the boot 180. I'm excited for those. I will not try to get them. Because they're too expensive. I saw them on Flight Club, uh, Snapchat, and they just looked very bulky. Mm-hmm. Like the the moccasins, We're not high I like fashion enough for those shoes. The, yeah, the moccasins are about as high fashion as I'm gonna get. And that that and moccasin, not, you can play it off as it's just like a sleek shoe. It, it I think it, that's part of it. It's just very. I mean, it's a canvas like ripstop material, so it's very slim on your foot. It's not bulky. No one even really notices. They look a lot better on feet than in yes, the box. Yes, because in the box, I was not impressed when I pulled them out. I was them not out. feeling those. When you pulled them out, I was like, Jake. And I and guys, me and Jake are... You know how I'm close to Jake? I told him that these shoes he bought were ass. And I didn't know that he bought them. He just sent me the picture, and I said, ass. Yeah. And and then he just was like, the, the damn, silver dude. I, yeah, but you're like, yeah. damn, dude, I bought them. And yeah. I was like, fuck. I but that pushed our friendship to the next I level. No. The, uh, some of our carpet installers love them. 
Really? Because everybody, like at work, me and another kid are like known for having like shoes. Like, oh, what, what pair of shoes are you buying this week? What pair of shoes are you buying this week? Yeah. So they do that. They all kind of know. Too. So the carpet installers, not not being racist, Hispanics like to play soccer and they play soccer on Sundays. They've asked me so many times, oh, come play soccer on. I'm playing soccer. Dude, you. Nah, could you imagine? You I'll just play be goalie. goalie. Yeah. Same. I know what it. I we're goalies. It, I know we, how it goes. We're actually not even agile. But the Sobrakov is like a very, like soccer, like indoor arena soccer looking shoe. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, oh man, he said, he said, those are it. It was so funny. <laughs> and soccer is notorious for flashy shoes, so I yeah. can totally see that. You know. Um, yeah, those are nice. They they made a, a a version of that for a Dragon Ball Z Majin Buu. Yes. Sure, did you see those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the same silhouette they just did Majin, a little different the with pink the pink ones. Yeah. Those are. Oh, I love that shoe. That's my. That was my favorite one out of all the releases for the yeah. Dragon Ball Z collab. I did find some uh, kind of sleeper shoes on, uh, not Flight Club, StockX. Just looking through some of the like, when you set the price parameters, mm-hmm. let me show you these when we find them. Um, I've been wanting a pair of like Clark's Wallabies for did the you see? longest. Wait, dude, they have a Wu Tang collab. I saw that. I've seen that one because I saw Kamer, uh, Riza posted it. I think how much are they selling for? Like one fifty, like when, in my size. I'm de- that's a definite cop. Yeah, these tribe called Quest Vans, incredible, definite cop. Some like crazy colorway Air Force mm, One. Not feeling those. Some not Jordan Westbrooks, Beavis and Butthead, Adidas Fire. Yeah, and some Jordans. Those I should have. That's are the, the one I want. Yeah. Oh, they're only one forty. Mm-hmm. He's talking about. We're talking about the Adidas Commanda, which is the very similar to the the shoe we were just describing. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. I love the bottom. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait! But nobody really has it highest bid four hundred. Yeah, uh, I wonder how a much bunch of size. Is. I just took screenshots so yeah, I would I remember that. to go back. And then I passed up on these. I should have got them when they came out. You have a you have remorse for those? Would well, you? I just I forgot to set notifications on sneakers. And they came out, and I'm surprised you still didn't get them. You I, you don't just get a notification that you got them, anyways. Yeah. He actually face. doesn't try for these guys. He goes, he goes. Oh, I was asleep when I got those Travis Scotts. That's why he didn't tell you about the story when we reviewed those. Yeah. He was actually asleep, and then he goes, "Hey, man, you never believe what happened to me." And then meanwhile, Wade is like over there, "Fuck!" He's like crying. To discredit <laughs> this whole story, I can't tell you the last time that I've slept in past ten o'clock. Oh. Yeah, that's so true. I was definitely awake at ten yeah. o'clock. Jake didn't at work. It. All right, all right. Well, not serving those. We'll ruin the joke. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> they're real. I don't want anybody saying they're not. They're not. No, they're very much real. I just got to find the appropriate time to break them out. We got. Well, you got that wedding. That's when yeah. you're going to break them out, huh? My sister's getting married. Congrats! Shout out to Megan. So, I'll, I'm, I'll, I may pull them out for that. We'll see. I wanted to get a closer look at the Ventas. Before I say that, I'm gonna cop them because you need to follow. Another... You need to follow Flight Club because oh. they get on on Snapchat. Yeah, but I don't want to say that I follow Flight Club. I've seen them post and stuff. On because they get shoes like two or three days before. This is beautiful. General release and it it's way different seeing them through Snapchat than seeing a image like that. You see a lot right. through the shoe that you wouldn't see on on a website. Just oh yeah. Buy them right now for ninety dollars above retail. Thank you, Stadium Goods. I think it's great. I just, an all-black shoe like this, it's for me. It's made for me, boys and girls. Well, bring them in if you get them. Oh, of course. Of course. Because I want to, I've seen, a, I've held a pair once. <clears throat> There's a resale store in the Concord Mills Mall in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, and I looked at a pair. They were just, everything in there was stupid overpriced. I mean, I've seen a few pairs on feet, whether they were fake or not. I mean, you still get a general idea. Yeah, you still get a general idea of, of what they look like I on feet. I love the bulk. But I, I just want to see a pair and hold them in hand and, and really see. And then, you know... Because I've liked a few colorways that have come out. In the the geode was my was the one that yeah, the I salt. kind of... I really like the salt. The salt? Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't really fall for... Dude, you could have gotten... They were available literally all day. Yeah. They were available the whole day. I just didn't have out. the money when they yeah. came out at the time. Well, $300, $300 for retail is just salt, tough. 300 yeah. is really tough. I mean, for like, a, I mean, that's like a, I don't want to say a week. For, that's not a week's uh, pay, but, you know, it's a lot of fucking money. I'm terrible at math. Guys. Yeah, I mean, if, okay, so if, if I was like, okay, I know this colorway's coming out. I'm going to save, like, because I, I typically buy, like, a pair every other week. They're not, not exclusive. Like, right, I may I buy a general release. You something chill, Something bro. little. You got to chill, I'm telling you. Yeah. So if I were <laughs> like, okay, I know these 700s are coming out, I'm not going to buy it. Any shoes, and I'm gonna put all the money that I budget to little like frivolous things like that to the shoes. Right. So I mean, I, I usually spend like a little bit of frivolous money a week. 
but mm-hmm. I kind of budget for it because I can at, at the time. Right, right. So, yeah. three hundred is above my frivolous spending limit. That's definitely above mine. But maybe, you know, maybe that's Sophie... what I spend probably in a month on frivolous things. Yeah. Whether it be like clothes or shoes or like an activity, going to the movie, stuff like that. Yeah. Shout out to adulting right now. I mean, yeah. Who's a... I mean, I'm not gonna wear. A, to I'm, not, I'm not gonna buy a pair of 700s and eat at McDonald's for meals of the week. That's right. You gotta, you gotta be disciplined. That's part of the shoe game, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We're learning budgeting. We're learning. Sh- we're learning to be adults. Oh, in my sneakers look, I did kind of take an L on the crimson, the New York to Paris. I love the shoe. The shoe's awesome. Mm-hmm. But there was pairs at finish line Sunday. Well, so. but that's not an L. No, I mean they just Why weren't. They didn't. They didn't go. I, I knew that they weren't going to be as high as the L.A. The SB man, people yeah, don't the remember the hype of it. But if you, the newer heads don't don't remember the hype of it. But if you go back, I mean, the SB was one of the reasons why people started collecting uh, yeah. sneakers in the first place. And I remember when the Tif- the Tiffany blues or the or the diamond collab. Yeah. The I just wish I would have got the Laker shoe. ones, not the crimson tint. I like them both, but. The Laker one, I think to me, the only issue I have with it is um, I like it more as an idea than I do of like the shoe itself. Yeah, because once it starts to wear, it's going to limit it on what you can wear with yeah, it. Yeah, it's just going to look weird. So that's the only knock I had against it. Um, I don't have much else to add, guys. Nope. I'm really going to try my hardest to get these 700s. Are there anything beyond that coming <clears throat> up that you you're interested in? Uh, not right now. I haven't been looking too closely, but. Really, I would. I'm just a hype beast for Yeezy. I'm not even a hype beast for Yeezy. I really do love. If I could afford the clothes, yeah, the clothes I'd wear, are dope. I'd wear. I'd wear Yeezy all the time because of how comfortable it is. Yeah. Like it just looks like. I love the baggy look. I think you guys would call me a Jerry boy, but yeah, just more like the baggy look. Fear of God too. I like yeah. just anything that's oversized. Probably because I'm fat. You know, I like to hide the fat. So, oh, I mean, it just looks comfortable. That's very earth colors. I think you said that when we were watching the David Letterman things. interview. Which, if you haven't. Check that out. Go check that out. Uh, my next guest needs no introduction with David Letterman. He interviewed Kanye. Did you but watch we, it again? Yeah. I haven't rewatched it. But when, we, when Hakeem and I were watching it, he was like, all those clothes are very earth colors. Like, I'm into just neutral colors. And yeah. Fear of God is like that. Even my even my house, it's uh, it's all browns and yeah. greens. And, and I really just appreciate that. And I think Kanye even said the same thing that he, he loves, like, working with those, with those grays. And, yeah, and he's doing a lot with that. That uh, artist that dug that big crater in the desert. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot the name of that artist. Yeah, I forgot. But it's all about like light healing and stuff. That light healing was so interesting to me, dude. I now I just want to get both of us in like a neon colored room. No, that just sounds like doing methamphetamine. Watch what happens, you know. Well, my maybe that will. That's part of the healing. Get a little meth in you. Mm. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> Uh, all right what well, you got you what you got about it yeah what you got well so you you said no more shoes beyond this one that you're really looking forward to no and honestly if i if i drop 300 no more shoes for the rest of the year <laughs> i'm gonna i think the only one that i've like kind of marked on the calendar is try to get these is the uh, the travis scott one lows i'm i'm done with you and travis scott you'll get them i will be so I happy hope. for you and if you accidentally click size 13, I might buy them off you. I don't know. We'll I see. think they're, I mean, I'm going to be completely honest. I think they're ugly. The low? Yeah. They're not as good, they're not as, good as the one. No. As the high. No, not at all. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that's really the only one I'm looking forward to. So I'll be balling on vacation, not in some issues. I'll, be I'll definitely be getting some general release stuff. I'll be happy for you, man. I mean, I'm going to the beach at the end of September. September, August, I usually do a lot of shopping then, so I might pick up some shoes when I go down there. Probably just some general releases, no. though nothing exclusive. So I'll, we'll let you know, though, when we get closer to that time. What you got for the good note? Man, today, this week has been very difficult. Uh, I I posted something on, on Instagram that got a lot of people's attention, and uh, it was kind of, it was very negative. Um... And it, I was just shocked at the amount of people that reached out to make sure I was okay, um, and and genuinely reaching out, not just in a half-assed sort of. You can message me if you want to yeah, talk like, to me. Yeah, like like Facebook friends. Right. Like, yeah. It wasn't like that. It was it was like people wanting to reconnect. I've set up plans with old friends and new friends, and uh, 
it was very touching to see people reach out in a time where I was it was extremely negative and then I really wasn't sure how the rest of the week was going to go but I had this sort of just it felt like a spiritual moment and it was this feeling of like a healing that I was going through by talking to everybody um by you know even you reached out and you know I always appreciate that you know Jake's one of my closest friends and so I was confused as fuck because yeah. I, I don't like, I mean I'm on social media but I You're don't not like really hawk though. it no, like no. No. people get on to me because I don't text back even my mom will be like you didn't, I texted you last night at 8.30 you didn't respond and I, I mean I, I was dead ass in the bed at 8.30 yeah we don't we are pretty much like Jake and I won't text each other for a day or two and then yeah but I, I saw your thing I was confused yeah but. but it was it was just I think I've been just failing a lot lately you know and with failure comes a, an, just this wave of just negativity and hurt and it pulls up old feelings and then Every, everyone, it's like I said, like everyone who reached out, it's like they took a bit of that pain yeah. with them. And yeah. that meant so much to me. I don't usually reach out to people because it's just hard to trust people, you know, and you don't want to burden your friends or your family even. Oh, yeah, I know about that. Yeah, yeah. so you don't really talk about it. But what I learned from from doing that was talk about what's bothering you. And that does so much more help than you could even imagine. Obviously, though, if you're feeling, I mean, I definitely realized, too, that I need to seek professional help for what I'm feeling. That, too, that was another revelation. Right. And through that, I feel like I'm seeing another level of healing that I didn't before. But what I wanted to point out also was in juxtaposition, like, two days ago was absolute shit. Today, all laughs. At work, yeah. it was like, you know those days at work yes. that are like really good and they're almost like, man, I'm really happy that I work at this place. So it was like, it, that happened today. This lady brought all of us peach milkshakes. Yeah. For the hell of it. It was so no, crazy. I, I definitely know. Like, I felt that today because it was, I don't think it was two days ago. I think it was maybe yesterday or it may have been Friday. Yeah. Like every phone call for work. Like I, I have a business, for like my work pays for my phone, so I have to answer when I'm getting like clients calling especially right. during business hours well, I answer and I was trying to eat lunch and I'm just like god I hang the phone up I'm like damn it I fucking hate this Yeah. and then today I got got home it was like right at 5 and I always like when I get home right at 5 I'm here and my phone rings and I was like oh, I mean, I'll just answer it so I answered it and I'm like afterwards I was like I'm a I'm a businessman <laughs> and I'm like think I'm like kind of laughing to myself like I'm a businessman. Like I'm, I'm excited. I got this handled. And then somebody else called, and I was like, "Hell yeah, I'm getting work done." <laughs> so I know I, I get it. And then there's days I'm just like, "Jesus, not another person calling." Right. But like you said, it's just a per- that's a perception switch. Yeah. Because you're having the same issue. Your phone's blowing up off the hook. But one day you're feeling like, "Fuck yeah, I'm getting work done." And then the other day she's like, "Oh, what am I doing with my yep. life?" And that's part of being human, but it's also a sh- a sh- showing you that perception really matters more sometimes than what you're doing. So if you guys are going through any sort of rough patch, a lot of, a lot of just back-to-back things you try out just don't work, just understand that it really can be detrimental to your mental health and you should seek help if you feel you need it and don't wait like I had, like I did. Um, and also remember that just thinking about something in a different way really can can change it for the better. Yeah, and that means a lot. I mean, it's all it's really like if you think of a switchboard, like it's just it's simple. Mis, yeah, it's just misconnections, and it, it, a lot of times it can be like your self way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Like you've gotten so used to thinking a certain way, yeah. and a lot of times, like you're talking about failure, like usually the people, it's not people around you that make you feel the worst it's yourself making you feel worse i just think that what i'm when i realizing that is what's hard because some people don't realize they're like i feel this way like your parents will say something to you and you you take it like oh they're they're kind of throwing off on me when they're really just asking and then you get to be by yourself and along you're thinking damn they said that and it's really you poking holes in your own cup yep Really than the outside, but until you overthinking can really realize it. that, yeah, exactly, overthinking. And that's what, and that comes from anxiety. A lot yeah. of that is anxiety. And some people, like I said, that's not 
sometimes it is just overthinking and you can rationalize it to yourself and go, I'm just overthinking. And in, in that case, and that's good, that's healthy. But then I think maybe some people that overthinking carries on and it becomes like a trickle effect. Yep. So it's like, oh, okay, so I'm not doing good here. Then therefore I'm bad here. Oh, this is bad here. So therefore this is bad here. Oh, so I'm just a shitty person. And then it leads to this like basically breakdown of, of you, you know, like your health becomes shitty or your, your jobs that you're not doing, you might not be performing well and it becomes debilitating for some people. And, uh, that's, that's who really, that's when you really need to remember just, like I said, seek out help. Yeah. And it's hard because I mean, obviously you have a background in that I have, field. I have a bachelor's in psychology. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't have a doctorate. Yeah. Anything. I mean, I, I went to a public or uh, when we both went to a private school at the beginning yeah. of our our like childhood and then went to a public school afterwards so we got a vast way of thinking i think yeah. we got like both sides of the fence but around this area a lot of people are taught like mental health isn't a real thing no. so where you you use the word anxiety some people just you say oh, i'm stressed yeah. or and they don't they don't believe in anxiety so they're they're even harder on themselves and they're that's when people blame like all the ex, external factors mm-hmm. Well, a lot of times, sometimes you are making, you're doing the most amount of damage, but until you realize it, you don't know how to fix it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, it's very scary how much of how much of our lives are controlled through perception and not necessarily what we're doing. Yeah. Like I said, you can, as long as you're happy with what you're doing and you're happy with where your life's going and you, you have your plans set out, that's really what matters. It's not really about justifying it to other people. And that's where the stress is. That we feel that everybody on the outside has to see how successful we are. Yeah. Where, whereas you know, I might I might not seem like it, but I'm I may be doing a lot of moves. I may be creating a lot of opportunities for myself in the background, and you're not necessarily going to see those results for a longer time. So again, not not having to prove yourself to anyone yeah, too is I, important. Yeah, and, and the, like the pleasing of people is is another thing that is some it's just so hard mm-hmm. because you want to try to please everybody in a situation or. Even we talk about fashion a lot. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the shoes in that cabinet, like you, you didn't rock with the, the soccer looking shoes. <laughs> yeah. I've got a pair of neon mm-hmm. Continentals in there. Most people like be like, "What's this dude wearing neon shoes?" Yeah. But if you do something and, and you enjoy it to an extent, it doesn't matter to if everybody else doesn't. And how many times will you see somebody in like an ugly ass shoe, but because of the way they carry themselves, you think it looks great. Yeah. But then you go to buy it, and you're like, oh, this is ass. Yeah. I could never wear this shoe. Because it's a lot of it's confidence. Yep. A lot of life's confidence, too, guys. And that, uh, You're exactly right, because there's yeah. a... And that's part of the reason I kept them. There's a blue pair of Air Force Ones in that locker that I've had since high school. Yeah. And I just... For some reason, I just never thought, like, oh, Air Force One's so bulky. Like, <clears> I wore Air Force One to prom, but yeah. I didn't wear a lot of... Like, I didn't wear that in high school. No. And I just and they always sat on the shelf. I mean, they're brand new. They're like from 2013, Dang. and probably got, earlier, probably 2012. So it's just sitting there, and I never wore them as a kid because I just didn't like the way I looked at them. And now that silhouette of shoe is my favorite shoe. Huh? You never know. You it's know. all. I mean, it's all about really pleasing yourself. Mm-hmm. And that sounds selfish, but if the you, people the people around you would be more happy to be around you if you're happy. Yeah, if you're happy. <laughs> you don't want to be around the guy who's. Who's angry? Who's pointing things out negatively all the time? That person is exhausting to hang out with, and we can become those people when when you're just not when you're just not happy with yeah. where you are in life. And it's not about being unhappy with where you are in life. It's about working towards getting to where you want to be. It's Absolutely. not the end of the world, guys. As long as you're breathing, you can continue to make progress and work towards your goals. It's not over until until you're dead. Yeah, that's what it is. Anyways, so to what are you doing, Jake? What are we wrapping up with right now? So my my good note was kind of to talk about the success and the growth that we've we've oh, kind of yeah. seen over the last <laughs> really since we hit iTunes. Um, but you you talked about like failure. Mm-hmm. Look at our love is love is rage two review from a year ago it has seven views on YouTube. Yeah, it'd have been easy to just stop at that point and be like, bro, we got seven <laughs> views. Let's just stop. Jake and I, man, we we dead fifteen ass never views stopped. for grateful. Yeah, shit don't never stop. Never. And Jake and I, we never looked at numbers back then. Yeah. I mean, we do now because it's it's fun. But honestly, we do this even if no one's listening. We'll keep putting it out. Yeah. That's just the way we are. 
and that and so oh, I love stick, it. Sticking to a plan and a formula will will pay. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like we, the format has changed significantly since we started. And that's but all the content that we're really talking about is really the same. Yeah, but that's all thanks to you because yeah. Jake really sat me down and was like, "Hey, I really have some ideas about formulating the podcast, and and you know, this is more back end stuff. I don't know if you guys care about this stuff, but." He really was like the, the the caretaker to this new format, and it's amazing how well it works. And it's it's again, it's putting my trust in Jake and just being like, dude, let's do it and let's execute it the way the way you see it, the way I see it. It's always been fifty fifty with us, and yeah. that that really has always been big. And yeah, because we had, I think I wrote out like three or four different like concepts of kind of ways to to format it. Mm-hmm. And we kind of, I think we just picked and chose like a few different aspects of all of them for mm-hmm. one. And there was one that, there's one that I, I really want to keep on ice that, that we discussed. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, it's a great concept. We'll, we just we'll, don't tease the, a little, it's, it'll have visuals. Yes. It's so. that will maybe bring us back in the YouTube space just for some, some extra content for you guys. Of course, we're going to keep doing the podcast, but it's a great idea. And, uh, once we get some, some more money for, for, for cameras and stuff that would be included. Yeah, well. I mean, it's mainly like I, I I wouldn't mind not buying a pair of shoes to pay up for a camera. We just got to find somebody who could help us out with yeah. that side too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But and we've got some leads out and lines out for that. Yeah. So. Yeah, man, but it is crazy, man. And I'm and I'm happy we've stuck we've with it for as long as we have. Got some logo changes as you may have seen <laughs> in some of the, the posts. I know our new logo on the the screen is up there, so we're working on some new stuff too. Yeah. Of course, and that's another thing. Can t- keep Keep renewing, keep revitalizing. If we ever feel like it's getting stale, we're gonna switch it that's up. In that's in all aspects, of all life. aspects of your life, definitely. Except maybe relationships. Maybe if yeah. something's stale, maybe fix that. Fix that shit. Yeah. <laughs> don't or don't. It. I mean, if it's. <laughs> or don't. Yeah. Do what you want to do. Case by do what case. Makes you happy. That's right. All right. So for the good note, I think the theme was do what makes you happy. Do what makes you happy, and that's right. And seek mental help if you need it. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you all for continuing to support us. Thank you to almost 500 people just in this month yep. listening. Amazing. Yeah, month of May. That's May amazing. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you a hundred times. Uh, it definitely gives me something to look forward to, even more than it already did before. Right. And, uh, you know, thank you guys. We out. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support, and until next time, see you.